From the yeah, Anajar yeah. and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. You know what tomorrow is? Elimination Wednesday. Mm. It's time. Could it be Farewell Knicks? Farewell Maple Leafs? Farewell Northerners? Real Reaper knocking at that door. I'm telling you, if that happens tomorrow, Thursday on this radio program, mm. it's going to be electric. Obnoxious and electric. A man who's seen it all, both in life, business, and sports. He's a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and the biggest brain we know. Time now for Ask Steve's with Steve Politziner. Steve Politziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve, I saw your Facebook page, and I saw that uh, you helped coach your son to a tournament championship in basketball over the weekend in Broward County. Can I ask you, how did the weather affect your team's outcome? <laughs> hey, guys, uh, to clarify, not a coach, just a parent. Got it. Hearing on mm. travel hoops, I, uh, I take a step back and let, let the real coaches do their thing. Um, but I did sort of feel like you on, I mean, the, the ups and downs, like the, the way you've driven up and down, 95 in the turnpike. I had five games between 2 p.m. Saturday and, fi- and 6 p.m. Sunday. I was in oh. Miramar three times <laughs> with, with back and forth to West Palm. That's like my old in commute. That, that's my old I commute know. when I was doing that for God knows how long. Man, oh, man. I almost wow. uh, like I almost felt like like your level of anger was justifiable. <laughs> like I was feeling it. Well, so and what did you do? Did you do ninety five to five ninety five, turnpike to five ninety five, and then take to the extension? How did you get down there? I, I'm sure a lot. You know, people's parents, you know, kids are involved in all different travel sports, and you know, one of the sacrifices you make is you, you know, you're like driving all around. One of the things about basketball in South Florida are there are very few venues, very few venues that have enough courts to be like a home base where you're going to play the whole tournament there. So if the tournament, as this one was called, the Alliance Fort Lauderdale tournament, means that you could be playing in Miramar, you could be playing in Hollywood, you could be playing in North Fort Lauderdale, and you maybe have to race from one game to the next uh, because you have an hour in between games. Or you have the opposite. We started out in uh, Hollywood. Then on Saturday, our game ended at 3.30. Our next game wasn't until 6.30. What do you think we did? We stopped at Duffy's and watched the Knicks yes. and watched the Knicks Heat game. We took the whole team. We went to Duffy's. It was like everything that it's supposed to be. I love um, it. when you're out there, you know. And they're not only my uh, our great sp- sponsor and partner, but we live it. We live the brand. It was a great place to watch the Knicks and the Heat in Game Three, of course, before you know uh, last night's game, uh, which uh, the Heat are sitting pretty. Uh, my my daughters uh, have a dance competition at the Palm Beach Convention Center in two weeks, so I'm going to be spending the weekend in uh, West Palm, and uh, 
uh, there's going to be a huge, huge gap between my oldest daughter performing Saturday morning into Saturday night, and then my youngest daughter performs Sunday morning. It's just a whole marathon. Ugh. So I'm going to be living at the Clematis Duffies. That's what. That's the point I'm trying to make is that I'm just going to put a cot in there. I'm going to come in for two-for-ones all day. I'm going to eat, eat, eat. I'm going to sleep there, and then I'll do it again on Sunday. That's my plan at the Clematis Duffies in West Palm. Well done. It just works perfect. Our game ended. I said, let me just see where the closest Duffies is. It was like four miles away. Let's go. Everyone knew it. Everyone knew. The beauty is it wasn't even a debate. Oh, Duffies, perfect. They have TVs. That's where we can go watch the right. game. They have great food. They'll have something for everybody. Parents, kids, siblings. Uh, worked out uh, Worked out nicely. Uh, it's like, you know how uh, how Q-Tips is like a brand name? It's actually cotton swabs, but everyone just calls them Q-Tips down here when you're like, oh, where do we go to eat and watch the game? It's just like Duffy's. Duffy's is everything. It's just, oh, yeah, well, Duffy's it. Let's go, let's go to Duffy's. That's exactly what it's yeah, become. Yeah, well said. Uh, yeah, well said. I like that. Steve Politino asks Steve's Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and so much more here on Ken LeVick Alive. Uh, Steve, hear me up. Bam out of bio is the biggest factor in the series because unlike the Cavs, Bam Adebayo has an offensive and defensive presence. He has made life hell for Mitchell Robinson down low and Isaiah Hartenstein. He has made life hell at the perimeter for Jalen Brunson. He has cut off anything Julius Randle wants to do comfortably and when he's attacking the rim like he was last night, like he was in game three, he's such a complete player. I think he's the biggest factor in the reason why the Heat are up three games to one. Other than the weather, Steve, Jalen Rose, Mike Greenberg, other than the Weather, what's your biggest factor for why the Heat are up three games to one? <laughs> what do you think about the weather, hearing you guys talk about this? I was on a Zoom call yesterday, and I felt really bad. I was on, like, with a whole group of people. It was, like, a big interview, and the person's Wi-Fi kept uh, cutting in and out, uh-huh. and they kept saying... I'm so sorry, but it definitely has to do with the weather. <laughs> that, that's a common that's a common internet excuse. Like if it's cloudy out, if it's cloudy out, it's like ah, oh, uh, sorry, the weather's rough, so my Ethernet's gone down. It's just an excuse. Now, I do subscribe. Like people with arthritis will oftentimes say, like if the weather's bad, sure. their arthritis is bad. Because you're creaky. You're I creaky and old. Like it has to do with yeah. your hot. Fine. Right. right. We, we, we let Tiger Woods get away with it when it's raining and it's groomy. You talk about the surgeries, the metal pins. Yeah. Like we let him slide. Because that's accurate. But when you're in a, a, a temperature-controlled, 72 degrees, perfect NBA state-of-the-art arena, you can no longer use the excuse, oh, it's so hot outside, and that's why the Knicks are struggling. Steve, that was on national television. I cannot I believe embarrassing. it. embarrassing. Yeah, I have no idea what Jalen Rose is talking about. <laughs> it's embarrassing. And, and I, I like to, you know, he's a professional. He's played at the highest levels, but it just it, it felt like a very weak attempt at grasping yeah. for something, you know, different. It's just simple. The Heat play deep the Heat play a brand of defense that is akin to the Knicks and they play a far superior offense. And there's the difference in right. the theory. Like, that's, my, that's the thing. You don't have to reach like that, like Jalen Rose is doing. There are a multitude of reasons for why the Heat are up three games to one. It's not this great mystery. Watch the sport, and you'll see that they've at least hung in rebounding, unlike the Cavs did, the seven offensive rebounds last night. Bam Adebayo is a certifiable inside presence. Uh, this team moves the ball way better than the Cavs did, and the Knicks can account for it. And they have eliminated Jalen Brunson being a massive threat from distance, and Julius Randle didn't show up other than playing the corpse of the Heat in game two and putting out a mixtape afterwards. <laughs> so, like, the, the, it's it's not difficult to do this at all. Uh, now, when it comes to 
the heat moving forward here, Steve, now from a, from a company perspective, from a ESPN West Palm, uh, from what we do, like this is going to be the most likely, the most unexpected Eastern Conference Finals appearance since this station started, ESPN West Palm started in 2003. Uh, how, do we, how do we approach this? Partners, getting people Well, well I, I don't know that anyone, at your, I mean, given the seed, you're right. I don't know that how many people thought the bubble, you know, like you just had no mm-hmm. idea. That's what fair. Going to, what was going to happen? Because it was a total crap show. More improbable. Sure, sure. I have said that this team reminds me of the pre, the year before Shaq, you know, Heat team, the D Wade rookie year Heat team, you know, with Brian Grant and Lamar Odom and Rafer Alston and just so many different guys, Eddie Jones, that were contributing in all kinds of different ways. Um, they're so fun to watch because there's no expectation. There's literally zero expectations. And while the Heat had generally been uh, ignored to panned this year from the national media and in, in, in generally, you know, really deservedly so. Uh, now I feel like no, everyone's like, oh, heat culture. Oh, man, heat culture has come back to, you know, to bite us and get us, uh, you know, again, you can't sleep on the heat. You know, the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau is known as a great defensive coach. He is. He gets so much out of his teams, you know, defensively. But watching, really studying this series, they are so ugly to watch offensively. Mm-hmm. I, I'm impressed with Brunson, but they are uh, – R.J. Barrett, I mean, what, he's a non-factor. I thought Obi Toppin's supposed to be this energy, him and Robinson. No, you can't keep those guys off the <laughs> offensive glass. You know, like, they're nowhere, nowhere. And the one thing of it all, I was saying when I was watching last night with my kids, who must be so annoyed with me because I never stopped talking and trying to coach and, you know, um, uh, contribute. I'm like, what are you guys seeing right now? And uh, one of my sons is like, the game, Dad. Like, <laughs> what, 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 what am I seeing? I'm like, don't you see the, don't you see the spacing? I'm like screaming my eight year and nine year old. Do you not really recognize the spacing? This is a thing of beauty right now. This is a master's class right now because the way the Heat space on offense. The other thing, watch. They don't put the ball on the floor. They look to pass. They look to pass and they move. It's the fundamentals of basketball, and they do it because they're completely, you know, completely unselfish. And I like, I like Tyler Hero a lot. He is the one guy, though, that does typically look to put the ball on the floor. Now, he can create. He has the ability to do that. But I actually think their offense looks and flows, which I would not have guessed, but so much better even right now without Tyler Hero in. Yeah, I'd and, still rather have him. I'd still rather have him, but it is an observation. Well, we might be seeing the same thing with the Suns, too, without Chris Paul in the lineup right now, which is shocking to me because that's his bread and butter is distributing. He can score, but he can also generate offense. Uh, and right now, the Suns are playing a lot better without him. Ask Steve's. Steve Politziner, Paul Meets County Sports Hall of Famer, business maven, family man, youth coach here with us on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, you actually brought up how your sons are, are annoyed with you, watching sports with you, because, hey, what are you seeing right there? What are you seeing right there? there what you're trying to turn them into obsessive sports nerds like i'm sure you were at that age my biggest nerd trademark personality trait when i was growing up was i would sit play nintendo play bases loaded or play uh tech mobile and i would do play-by-play to it like sitting in front of my television with family members around and i would announce the games while playing video games as an eight-year-old nine-year-old ten-year-old uh i'm sure that doesn't surprise anybody that is abject nerd behavior what was your sports nerd trait steve growing up well, I- I, I did the same thing, but not like in front of people. We would go uh, and we would put the put the <laughs> volume down and call the game, uh, but not in front of like very many people. Oh, I had no shame. 
you know me, I've, I've always been like, uh, have an odd obsession with refs and umps. You know, I, I tend to know a lot of them. Um, <laughs> uh, it's familiar with their tendencies. You know, very much like, oh, no, we got so-and-so behind the plate. Get ready for a long <laughs> wow. afternoon. You know, like. Oh, uh, Ken Hurstbeck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. John Hurstbeck. John Hurstbeck, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to John Hurstbeck's um, family. Those, all of those. Uh, yeah, that was like a weird thing, and I'm still, still very into it. Um, as far as when you know who you had, even sometimes when you see like a ref take over, uh, make a make a call, and some of these stats that you've seen lately about teams don't win when someone refs their mm-hmm. game, which which we have been seeing lately. Scott Foster. It's, Scott it's interesting Foster. how uh, refs are Tony brothers supposed to stay out of you know out of the spotlight. Uh, sometimes get brought, you know, brought into it. So that's probably my weird. Was my it was? Weird is, I will tell you other things. I was such a devout New Jersey Nets fan as a kid, uh-huh. and they were so bad most of my youth. I can remember my superstitions were to the level where there were times where they would be up like two in the fourth quarter, and these were the terrible teams: Lester Connor, John Bagley, you know, Chris Morris. I mean, awful, awful era of, of basketball. I would be like, they're up two in the fourth. I can't move from this spot until the game is over. <laughs> like where I'd be, yes. where I would be standing uh-huh. in the middle of like my family room. I cannot move from this spot, or there's no chance we'll we'll win. We in- invariably lost anyway. Uh, but I felt like I was really committing myself. No, I've done the same thing as an adult to a point where I've been sitting to where my legs have fallen asleep or my arms are falling asleep, and I'm not moving despite the uncomfortable, uh, painful tingling uh, because my team is succeeding with me sitting the way I'm sitting uh, on the couch. Usually we take a question from fans. I have a question for you specifically here, Steve. Um because I'm wondering, how do you, and you've coached a lot of youth sports, how do you deal with a problematic parent, a parent who thinks his kid or her kid is not playing enough, uh, mm. not getting the proper amount of attention, not improving? How do you handle that? Yeah, uh, I did it recently. I'm coaching flag football right now, and uh, have, we're in season in Palm Beach Gardens, and I have had that not too long ago. But the first thing I always do is – you know, I'm on it at the beginning with the communication. So whether it's the email I send or through Game Changer or whatever the, the, that initial is, parents, I, what I do is I filibuster them to death with my initial email. Mm-hmm. It's going to be everything <laughs> about me and what we're going to try to accomplish and the fun I have. And I always put something in there very specific about I know everybody wants their kids to play certain, you know, certain positions. I'm always going to do my best first to think, to think about safety first, um, um, as well as in talking with the kids, what they're interested in. And if you don't see them playing it in a game, no, we'll be working, you know, we'll work on it in practice. And then if you have any questions, you know, come ask me, but always please do it in a way where it's off to the side before practice, after practice, before a game, sure. after a game. Generally, I have conditioned parents through that communication to be overall like respectful. So I think it leads, you know, it starts with that. Now, all of that still goes. Oh, so all say all of that, and you still have a parent saying, "I don't understand why my son isn't playing quarterback." At that point, it's just brutal honesty. Hey, that wouldn't be fair to the other kids on the team who are better, who know it better. Uh, it's not like I'm putting one kid there; I'm putting four kids there. It's just like your kid's not ready. ready. But if that's something that he or she are really passionate about, 
I'll continue to work with them in practice, and I'll find an opportunity for them, provided that they're also doing their part. You know, um, I tend to think it's the parents that are like, oftentimes, just if the parents that are most engaged are probably coaching. It's the parents that are least aware. Um, and a parent not that long ago say, I compl- I, I'm so confused. Like, my son isn't playing whatever, you know, position. I thought he was going to be, like, one of the best players on the team, but I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing that. Oh, oh, okay, well... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not either. He's right. the worst oh, player on the right, team. Right. So, <laughs> I, I can't put him at quarterback. Um, but, you know, it's, it's in general, rec sports, I try to – I can see if the parent's so passionate about it, I will also say to them, are you working with them at home? Do you practice mm. with them at mm-hmm. all? Mm. You know, if you have time to, because that would really help them catch up. Uh, I had a parent in basketball this year say, uh, my child is so far behind. Do you have any advice? And I said, like, well, if we're practicing twice a week, and we play a game once a week. There's a few other days a week where they may be able to make advancements. So I don't. I'm not a paid coach. I don't have them those days. But you can certainly work with them those days. Yeah. So I do try right. to put it back to the parent as well. <laughs> well, my my kid is so far behind. Do you have any advice? Yeah, you should probably just get him a science kit. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> no, no, I never that. I love sports. Coat. I want them all playing sports, and not, everyone's not going to be the best. Some have more talent. Some some have an older sibling they've been playing with. I want everyone to – I just – I do want to manage ex- – you just have to manage expectations. Sure, sure. Like, are you seeing what's going on? Why would you think that your Ooh. child should pitch right now? Like, they can't – they literally can't <laughs> throw the ball. You know, so let's – let's before we get to pitching, let's just get to throwing. You know, like, yeah. all that kind of – all that kind of stuff. Because there's a – you just got to bring, bring it down – bring it back to logic because it is so – emotional with parents and their kids yeah no no doubt and a good place to build bridges with somebody that maybe you have a disagreement with to mediate and to communicate is at a duffy sports grill right steve oh duffy's i mean we've talked about just what a what a joy it is to have them at all over i was leaving my game the other day where are we going we're going to duffy's why because we want to watch the next heat and we knew no matter where we sat there's at least 80 tvs in every single Duffy. So great food, drinks, of course, along the way. You got the MVP card, which I utilize, um, award-winning burgers and wings. I can say I can confirm that I uh, enjoyed both of those on my last uh, Duffy's visit and the two-for-one drinks all day, every day. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. Duffy's, our game is always on. Steve, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck at the recitals. That's, uh, I don't envy you. <laughs> going to be fun. I'm getting my cot ready at uh, the Duffy's on Clematis. Uh, that is Steve Polizziner, the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer here on Ken LaVica Live. When we return, Theo Dorsey is back to his pure form as a troll. Mm. It is the return of Temple of Troll, and our friends on Canadian television have a deep, dark realization starting to shroud them as the Panthers close in on eliminating the Maple Leafs. We'll check in on them and, of course, Temple of Troll when we come back. He's Theodore CW, PTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. In the break, Theo goes... Steve and I were talking about Steve had two days of driving back and forth from Palm Beach Gardens to Miramar for uh, his son's basketball tournament this weekend in two weeks. I've got 
Saturday, Sunday, Palm Beach County Convention Center dance competition for both my daughters but instead of just one day it's two days because my youngest doesn't go until sunday and so my wife i was like oh god she's like hey it's how it is i know but god does it have to be a marathon like that um you know and theo was like theo was like hi man i i'm not looking forward to the days where i'm trucking kids around all over the place Uh, all over south florida so you work all week yeah just so on the weekend you can do road trips all day what i will tell you and I'm sure Stone's parents can attest to this as well, because they went through the same thing. You know what assists in that? Drinking. Mm. Wow, what an endorsement. I'm just saying. You know what? How You can be there for your kids. Yeah. Just be drunk. And, and not, not, <laughs> not drunk. Not drunk, drunk. Not drunk. Not drunk, but tolerable. Yeah. Okay? Just make it tolerable. Just take the edge yourself. off. Yeah. You, you take the edge off, and all of a sudden, those marathon weekends... They feel a lot better. Maybe that's why the youth sport parents are so bad in the stands yelling at umpires <laughs> yeah. and yelling at little kids. They overdid it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't take off the edge. They became the edge. That's not what you want to do. Okay? But it, you got to take advantage of, you know what? It's There's some adult time. Yeah. Just, just have some adult time. Okay? <sighs> All right. Well, also. Next for, time I get baby fever, I'm just going to clip that segment of you and Steve talking about the road trips and basketball <laughs> games and, yeah. and ballet concerts. And For stuff. any of the audience out there, Theo, yourself, I uh, have obtained footage, private footage, of Mr. Ken Levicka dancing at his daughter's oh, recital. Wow. So if anybody's interested, hit me in the direct messages. I will, I will gladly forward no, no, no. those videos. <laughs> we can't just give it away for free. Set up an OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ken with underage uh, children <laughs> dancing only, on stage. OnlyFans is clothed. Not, yeah, OnlyFans <laughs> is. It's, it can be other things, you yeah. know. Stone, just because all your subscriptions are. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Let's just give this an OnlyFans trial balloon. Let's not give this away for free. <laughs> uh, no, it's out there. It is out there. Yes, it is. It is out there. I, I, I wonder who gave it to you. Uh huh. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to have to sniff around to see uh, who provided the footage to Stone. <laughs> who's the mole? Uh-huh. Who's the mole? Uh, if you need to be, if you're <laughs> sniffing around, if you're sniffing around and you don't want to be sniffing around anymore, if you've got nose issues, nasal problems, ear problems, throat issues, Dr. Neil Goldhaber is your man. Dr. Neil Goldhaber in Boynton Beach, the ENT extraordinaire. Dr. Goldhaber, I'm sorry to say, looks like your nicks are on the way out still my boy, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, decades of improving people's lives, improving people's quality of life, ear problems, nose problems, throat problems. He has a solution for you. You snore. Well, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he has a variety of ways in which he can attempt to help you get you to a point where you can say, you know what? Life is just so much better. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, again, decades based out of Boynton Beach. Go to goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Get your consultation. No reason not to stop living in discomfort. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. A man who comes off as sweet at first glance. He gives off a good impression, but once you get to know him, once you tap into that competitive spirit, once you're in a fantasy football league with him, then it really shows that this man is ruthless. He will come at you with fury. He wants you to fail at his feet. He wants to make your money off of you, and he wants to taunt you. He wants to taunt you. He wants to disrespect you. Because he is a troll at his core. He is Theo Dorsey. It is time now for Theo's Temple of Troll. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. 
Rosiu then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Trolls. It's only right that the return to the Temple of Troll comes at the chagrin of the fans out in the good old Bean Town. You know where Bean Town is, Stone? Uh, Chicago. No, no, no. Not, uh, not, not, not that Bean. Not that not, Bean. Not that Bean. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. That's what he was He's thinking, thinking of. Chicago He's thinking about the Bean. Give me one more try. Bean Town. Los Angeles. Ah. Oh, Jesus, God. That's, that's come on. Should I know this? Yes, you yes, should know yeah, this. We actually, this is now the Temple of Troll. <laughs> Stone has made himself the subject of Temple Ugh. of Troll. Bean Town? Bean Town. What place is famous for beans? The Bean, Chicago. Uh, beans, beans, beans. They make beans. beans uh, Baked beans. I'm slamming my head against the microphone. Oh, Kansas City. Goodness. Christ. Can I can I ha- can I can I have a hint? The bean Town. Baked beans. <laughs> baked beans. Mm. This baked beans. Or you can have maybe like uh, I can't beans. believe I'm doing this right now. Big beans, big women. San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Has Charles Barkley tapped into your eyes? It's IMB? 138 right now. Okay. Yeah. Do you think the, he can get it before two? It is it, I don't know if he's going to get to it. I'm giving him another hint. It's One in more. the northeastern corridor of the United States. Uh, this city is also uh, known for uh, well, a, this party, tea, a party with tea. A, a tea party. There we go. Boston. Boston Bean Town. Thankfully, we can get to that so quickly so I can continue with the Temple of Trolls. Jesus Christ. Oh, where do I start? Uh, yep. Yeah, Celtics fans, um, I hope you're happy with what you have. I know you're used to it at this point, but if you don't know, the Celtics now tied with the Sixers 2-2 because in game four, when Boston should have been able to put shut the door on Philly and, and go up 3-1, um, two times, not once, mm-hmm. but two times mm-hmm. at the end of the game, mm-hmm. the ball found the hands of Marcus Smart. Now, Marcus Smart's good at a lot of things on a basketball court, right? Yeah. A lot of it sometimes, you know, playing dirty, Scuffing it up, flopping, yeah. you know, in defense. He's a pretty good defender. Yeah, green hair. How good of a three-point shooter do you think Marcus Smart is? Uh, not the best. Middle of the pack. Yeah. Average. 30, average. Yeah. In big spots, yeah. below average. And two times mm-hmm. with the game on the line mm-hmm. to either tie it or to go up, mm-hmm. the ball finds the hands of Marcus Smart, and he either doesn't get the shot off in time or he bricked it. This is the same Boston Celtics team, the same core that have been going at it since LeBron James was still wearing a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey. Mm-hmm. We remember that Eastern Conference Finals. Now LeBron is standing off to the side while Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves are hooping because he's an old man. This same Boston team has been together for five, six years, and they still can't get it together. So Boston Celtics fans, I know tonight's Game 5 It's back at home. You're going to be excited. I just can't wait until this team disappoints you once again when the moment gets big and at least can, at least Stone. The Celtics fans and the people of Boston have one thing to cling on to, and that's that hockey team. Best regular season record ever. Uh-oh. I love it. Uh, Bean uh, Town. Theo, um, no, the, about that? No, because the Boston Bruins. No, yeah, you're right. And I know they were up 3-1 in the first round of the Stanley Club yeah, playoffs, so yeah. I wonder how well they're doing now. It's just. um, The Panthers came back and won that series Panthers. in seven. Panthers came, so they, yeah. The season's over for the Bruins. They're not playing hockey anymore. No, they're they're done in the, the, the in the first round. So, but what about all the regular season wins that they got? Because it, those have to count for something. No, it, it didn't mean didn't mean anything apparently. So, if the Celtics lose this series, is there's the Red Sox? Are we still? Is that the clinging hope? Or are they are, at least they're first in the AL East? Right? No, no, they're not. they're definitely not. Damn. They're definitely not. Damn it. Well, well, I'm sorry about that, Bean Town. I. I thought things were going well. 
At least we know, at least Stone learned where Beantown is today. Th- that's the one redeeming yeah. thing that has happened to Boston over the last two months. Stone. Stone now knows that Beantown <laughs> is the nickname <laughs> of Boston. They, people don't use that nickname enough. I like it. No, but it's also pretty common. I cannot believe that Stone went with San Antonio before Boston. They have a, a Beanpot Classic, a hockey tournament. In that, uh, a very famous college hockey tournament. I've received not one, not two, not three, but four texts. <laughs> the, the public has spoken. And uh, two of them, two of the four, mm-hmm. called me a jackass. <laughs> you, you you batted 500 with, yes, a, I did. with a text reading jackass. All right, oh well, my God. that was an all-timer. Glad it's back. Yeah. An all-time edition yeah. of Temple of Troll here on Ken Levicka Live. Hey, uh, Stone, should we check in with Sid? Should we check in with old Sid up in up in Canada? We should. Um, I don't think Theo fully knows uh, the timeline of events here. There is a, a show up in Canada. Uh, we learned of them as the Panthers were preparing for their series with the Toronto Maple Leafs. The vaunted first time in the second round for in 19 years, mm. Toronto Maple Leafs. They are one of the biggest, if not the biggest, fan base in all of professional hockey. So going all the way back to the day before game number one of the series, Stone, it was that day that we learned that the Panthers were not going to sell tickets to anybody with a Canadian zip code, a Canadian-based credit card for 24 hours after releasing tickets for games three and four at FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. This was met with great anger, with great fury from Maple Leaf Nation, but no more so than the fine folks at Breakfast TV, which is the Ontario equivalent of Good Morning America. The name of the network is BT, right, Stone? BT, BT, Breakfast TV, BT. This is the Ontario equivalent of Good Morning America, where the prevailing thought was, wait, you're denying Canadians tickets? How will they sell out the arena in South Florida? Right. As we know, our boy Billy was down there in Tampa. A lot of Leaf fans were in the building. And I think if your ownership, depending on who you are, this could tick you off. And you could try and level the playing field because it's not the best look. But, Tammy, is this the best way to go about it? No. And so would this be the team's request to Ticketmaster, for example, to do this? I think it's a bad move on Ticketmaster's part, too. Because you know that Leaf fans and combined with Florida fans will be selling that place out, okay? Now, I know that Florida, yes, of course, they obviously have a hockey fan base, but it's not as deep as the Leafs. Don't, doesn't Ticketmaster want all of those, uh, the, the sales commission that they're making off of it? Don't you want it to sell out mm-hmm. right away? There's no guarantee if you limit it to Americans that it's going to sell out. I and, think and I don't about, think it will. Yeah. I mean, I I, I I I don't understand that. What does she think that there's the hockey rink and then it's just endless space all yeah. around it? Does she I mean, it's so disrespectful. Oh, the Panthers, they can't they can't sell out their stadium in the playoffs, their arena in the playoffs without the Maple Leafs mm-hmm. fans. Ma'am, incorrect. Now, we continue and you're going to start seeing a mental descent. Here from Breakfast TV as reality starts to sink in that, uh uh-oh, this might not be going well against the Panthers. May I present to you Breakfast TV from two days later after the Panthers went up one game to none in the series. And our man Sid, one of the lead hosts at Breakfast TV, had a novel plan to get the Maple Leafs. 
back into the series. Um, I'll say I'll say this because we're going to get into a couple things here. One, there's this weird mood of like not too many people are worried in the city mm -hmm. after winning the last series. Oh, the Leafs lost a, an opening game. Big deal. I do want to say this, however, because they won three road games in the last round in Tampa. That is now three out of four home games this team was kind of not ready for. And I don't, I just kind of would love for the fan base in that building, mm -hmm. who, based on my ears at home, I haven't been to a game yet, but based on my ears, have been ready for every one of these home games. Sid's ears it's tell them the fans were ready. Leafs crowd, that, right. that stereotype's done. So what's your I suggestion, like that Sid? that crowd to be rewarded. Okay, how are they going to do that? So I think it's time, and I'm not kidding when I say this. Okay. Night before a home game for this team, uh -huh. hotel. Oh. Whatever you're doing on the road, you do it at home. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be popular with the guys. No. Nope. Not going to be popular with the families. No. I completely understand that. Uh huh. There's something going on here in this market where they're showing up not ready. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to define it. I don't know. I don't know where you go with it. All I know is they're not dealing with that in Tampa, and they pulled off three of the more impressive road results I've ever seen this team pull off. So Sid's suggestion was at home. The Maple Leafs should stay at a hotel. Imagine. Because the X factor we all know is a continental breakfast. I'm like, you think that it's going to be more comfortable mm -hmm. for these grown men with families yeah. to go to a hotel in their own city the night before a game? So, so I've pushed back. Theo, Theo, this is a real thing. You can this use the weight thing. room. No. You can use the weight room. college kids so, or high school so kids. I, I said this last week. You didn't hear it. Dean Thomas speaks about this a lot when it comes to the UFC game. Mm -hmm. When you have fight week in your home country slash hometown, mm -hmm. sleeping in your own bed, eating your wife, your mother's cooking, oh. you get comfortable. You get comfortable. <laughs> Why, how come the men can't cook? Sexist. Yeah. Cooking dinner at your own home? <laughs> you tend to get comfortable. It's a real thing. So I don't hate Sid for this one. I don't hate it, but the fact that he thought that, that his idea was novel, that's annoying. But seriously, you do get comfortable staying in your own house, in your own bed, etc. I'm sure the Toronto Maple Leafs, after Sid said that on Breakfast TV, <laughs> uh, they started calling around the front office. They're like, hey, guys, Sid's on to something. Uh, we got to go book some hotel rooms. Make sure breakfast starts at 7. So you want to make them a little bit more uncomfortable. You do. Just so you can be on your game. Absolutely. I hear you. I hear you on that, but I just don't – I just can't imagine in the playoffs mm -hmm. for a professional team to be mm -hmm. like, hey, to the whole roster with your family, your kids, all that stuff. It's not – we have to do it on the road anyway, but right. also tonight. And how many of these guys you think are going to also be like, okay, my wife's coming with me? Like, oh, my, I have to do oh, not to allowed. with my kids. Not allowed. No, 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 no. You're going to the hotel. You're going to you're being away from you're your on family. Curfew? That's right. Go put them on curfew, That's right. these grown men. So, so needless to say, yes. though, needless yes. to say, the Maple Leafs did not take Sid's advice. Okay. They did not stay at a hotel. And then after the Panthers went up two games to none in Toronto on breakfast TV, starting your morning in Ontario, Sid was pissed. Okay. I can't believe the Leafs are about to blow this. I am floored this one. I'm not going to raise my voice. They're not worth <laughs> it. I'm stunned the Leafs are about to blow the opportunity in front of them. For those that haven't been paying attention, quick recap. Boston, greatest regular season in NHL history, out. Tampa, three straight Stanley Cup finals, they're out. Leafs took care of them. The Rangers were in the semis last year. They're out. The road is clear. Okay? The road is clear for the Toronto Maple Leafs to do damage. And they're blowing it. No! And who's blowing it? 
Tavares blows a tire on the 2-1 goal last <laughs> night behind the net. Nylander has quit on this hockey team. Quit! On the second goal, you saw it. He's and on the third quit. goal, Bunting, Ooh, Bunting, Matthews, and Marner. One screw-up after another. Oh, boy. This, this was the good times last night. This was when, this was the period the Leafs decided to play. This was the period they didn't. And we're taking you right to the end. I guarantee you the lead-up to these goals were mistakes by their highest paid and most important players. I don't want to see this stuff in the third period when the Leafs decide to play. Oh, boy. Well, how do you think Sid feels now? Probably not good, right? I'm nervous. Three games to none in favor of the Panthers. And yesterday morning, Sid on Breakfast TV in Ontario, our friends up in Canada, despondent. A little over a week ago, when the Toronto Maple Leafs beat Tampa Bay in the first round, you may remember a video that circulated very quickly from Maple Leaf Square. At that point, the Leaf fans you're about to see did not know who they were going to play in round two. Florida, Florida in English, <laughs> or Boston. Uh, clearly... They wanted Florida. We want Florida! 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 I don't see what's funny. the chant there, but the chant was, we want Florida, end quote. They got Florida. And last night they got this. Now advancing. Plays the bank to the far side. Lundell. Back to right and scores. Listen, all those Maple Leafs fans. That's an overtime goal last night. Leafs are down 3-0 to the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. Yep. I was trying to think of what I was going to say this morning, uh -huh. and I could only come up with one analogy. Do you remember the Simpsons episode surrounding the monorail? The most Canadian thing ever. I don't know how many Simpsons fans are out there, but this is one of the most famous ones in history. This is where... 20 a years after the fact, referencing the Lyle Simpsons. Lanley, who was played by the late Phil Hartman, rest his soul, Phil Hartman, came into Springfield, knew they had $3 million to spend, and said, I'm going to build you a monorail. It's light on its feet. They are you a big Simpsons fan? It's agile. No, not. <laughs> it's full of skill. Not really. It's going to get you to not where you want to really be. It's right going to cost you some money. But trust me, at the end of the day, this light, agile, fast, athletic thing filled with skill is going to work. At the end of the day, the monorail in that episode didn't work, despite Lisa Simpson saying the whole time, All and right, I feel Sid. like Lisa Simpson for Jesus the last seven God, years. wrap it up, man. It's not going to work. When you pay four guys half your cap, the monorail in that ah, episode didn't work, despite a lot of promises. Sid is despondent. He has gotten to the point, Theo, where he is referencing cartoon episodes from 20 years ago yeah. to describe the Toronto Maple Leaf situation. They're down bad on breakfast TV. That was such a stretch of an analogy. Like, if you wanted an analogy of where something was supposed to work and didn't work, and you went to a 20 years ago Simpsons mm -hmm. episode, you were really down bad. I could have just thrown a match in a dumpster and said, Sid, there's the Toronto Maple Leafs right mm -hmm. there. There's your analogy mm -hmm. right there. Go Panthers. 
Eat Bleep Toronto. Mm. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. All right. We need to hear this real quick because I didn't catch this. Theo and Dave MacGyver Druda did. Stone making a point about why the Maple Leafs should have stayed at a hotel before game two in the Leafs-Panthers series. I present to you the greatness of Stone Lebanowitz. So I, I said this last week. You didn't hear it. Dean Thomas speaks about this a lot when it comes to the UFC game. Mm-hmm. When you have fight week in your home country slash hometown, mm-hmm. sleeping in your own bed, eating your wife. Doing what to your wife? Co- Doing what to your wife? Wait, wait, wait. Let me hear that one more time. Hometown. Mm-hmm. Sleeping in your own bed, eating your wife, your Stone. mother's. <laughs> that is the all-time Stone Lebanowitz moment here. Stone, that could happen at the hotel, too. Mm, I have no <laughs> words. Anywhere. In fact, if you got a big enough truck. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> Get creative. That's Theo. That's done. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.